Hi, it is a long time since I did a podcast, and yes, I blame the pandemic. Given this reality I would like to record some of my own learnings about trends for a pandemic and post-pandemic world. As always, I start with context. You may ask why one should consider context. Well, context is like the playing field of a sport game. If you play soccer, you should know what the playing field looks like and then also the rules of the game, the gear etc. A central task of the business leader is to know what the playing field, context, looks like and then to understand the proverbial rules of the game, what it takes and what competencies are required to win. For the business leader staying abreast of changes is critical. So, if the game changes, the business leader should ensure that the new playing field is studied, the game rules, and winning strategies internalized and most important to make it practical to those affected. The aim of the sections that follow is therefore to provide a perspective of the global and local playing field. Let us look at the context. First, consumer rebound. Experts believe that as restrictions are lifted, following severe lockdowns and gradual economic growth return, pent-up demand could spur consumer spending. There is however agreement that shopping behavior will be altered permanently, with a much higher emphasis on online shopping. It should also be borne in mind that economic recovery might be much slower in certain countries, notably South Africa, where unemployment will stay significantly higher than many countries that form part of developed economies. Research show that in China, travel, mostly leisure, are close to pre-pandemic levels. Globally, however, leisure as well as business travel are on a slow incline as a result of protracted lockdowns, stringent compliance requirements and the fact that specifically business found more cost-effective ways to communicate online. Traditionally, disruption creates space for entrepreneurs. In terms of this, areas for growth include IT, AI and biopharma. In the third quarter of 2020, there were more than 1.5 million new business applications in the USA, and in France 84,000 in October 2020. Notwithstanding, small business were hard hit by the pandemic. In the USA alone, small business revenue fell by 30% during 2020. The fourth industrial revolution has been on the horizon for quite some time. Obviously AI will have a huge impact. In this regard, executives believe they near moving product 20 to 25 times faster in the supply chain while at the same time, improving data security with the aid of interconnected platforms and AI. As a result of the increased use of technology, US productivity in the third quarter of 2020 rose 4.6%, following a 10.6% increase in the second. COVID-19 increased advancement in AI and digitalization in processes as well as communication between workers, customers, business and community in general. Sneeder and Shuvam Singhal, 2021, quote a McKinsey survey published in October 2020 that found that companies are three times likelier than they were before the crisis to conduct their customer interactions digitally. Looking at consumer shopping the above-mentioned report also shows that in 9 out of 13 major countries surveyed, two-thirds of consumers indicate changed shopping behavior. Digital shopping has increased, and all indications are that it will continue. Brands therefore need to find innovative ways to reach the new consumer. In terms of this major brands say they are only moderately prepared for such changes. As such, a new set of skills, capabilities and pricing models need to be developed and fast. COVID-19 brought remote work from the future to the now. It is doubtful that this will change over time. While there are many benefits, it also poses new challenges in terms of coordinating, developing the right work climate and ensuring employee engagement. For example, Michael Fisher, President and CEO of Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center, 
indicate that there were 2,000 telehealth visits recorded at the organization in all of 2019, and 5,000 a week in July 2020. In Japan, fewer than 1,000 institutions offered remote care in 2018 while by July 2020, more than 16,000 did. This new environment holds specific challenges though, which include the following. What constitute the place where work is done? Also, how do we ensure work-life balance where the boundaries between these have shifted? How do we ensure seamless adoption by the workforce to the requirements of automation, digitization, and other technologies? In addition, skilled workers can migrate without moving their place of residence. They are now global citizens in the true sense of the word, and competition, as well as pressure on talent pipelines will become immense. In developing countries, it could widen the gap between the poor and wealthy. In South Africa with an estimated 63% unemployment under young people this can further undermine the social fabric of society. Last but not least let's take a look at Biopharma. COVID-19 brought with it an unprecedented scale of collaboration between scientists, regulators, and administrators, to usher in vaccines in the fight against the virus. The use of a range of capabilities, among them, bioengineering, genetic sequencing, computing, data analytics, automation, machine learning, and AI have come together. For example, the COVID-19 genome was sequenced in a matter of weeks. A McKinsey report showed that 45% of the global disease burden could be addressed with capabilities that are scientifically conceivable today. Ellipsis. Cellular therapies could repair or even replace damaged cells and tissues. New kinds of vaccines could be applied to non-communicable diseases, including cancer and heart disease. Next time I will look at challenges that are inherited from the pre-pandemic area, but for now let me sign off. Be healthy, stay safe and vaccinate. Philip de Kock signing off.